This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending November 7th of 2020, the Fed's decision on interest rates, zombie foreclosures on the rise, and a builder's one-tree pledge to fight climate change. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week and another vote by the Federal Reserve to leave overnight interest rates right where they are, near zero. Board members met for their monthly meeting in the midst of a contentious presidential election. It now appears that former Vice President Joe Biden will be our next president, although President Trump's team is calling for recounts and litigation. Although there will be policy differences with a Biden administration, at least one economist feels the results don't matter much in terms of monetary policy. Tony Dwyer of Canaccord Genuity says the most powerful person in the world remains the Fed chief, Jerome Powell. Powell spoke after the committee meeting this past week. He said that discussions touched on the undecided presidential contest, but he did not dwell on that topic. There was more talk about the coronavirus as an unpredictable threat and the need for more stimulus to help struggling individuals and businesses, which could be impacted by the political environment in Washington. The Fed says it's holding its asset purchases at about $120 billion per month. The job market gained a little strength in the past week. The government says new claims were down about 7,000 to 751,000. The Labor Department also reported a higher-than-expected number of new jobs. Non-farm payrolls were up by about 638,000, and the unemployment rate dropped to 6.9%. Another bright spot in this week's report is the amount of money builders are spending on new residential construction. The Commerce Department says that spending rose 2.7% in September. Spending was down for public construction and non-residential projects. And in the mortgage market, rates continue to fall. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down three basis points to 2.78%. The 15-year was 2.3%. And in other news-making headlines, California voters defeated a controversial rent control measure that would have had a negative impact on the state's rental market. Prop 21 would have allowed cities to impose rent control on all kinds of rental housing built from more than 15 years ago. That includes single-family homes that have been exempt from the rent control under the Costa-Hawkins Rental Housing Act. Landlord groups fought hard against the measure, as they did against a similar measure in 2018, and voters listened. Rent control is meant to help tenants find affordable housing, but it also makes the rental business unaffordable for landlords and could reduce the overall number of rentals available for tenants. California needs more rental housing, and not less. Tom Bannon of the California Apartment Association says, Yet again, California voters clearly understood the negative impacts Prop 21 would have had on the availability of affordable housing in our state by clearly rejecting this radical ballot measure. The measure lost with almost 60% of voters saying no and 40% saying yes. California voters also weighed in on two property tax measures. Prop 15 lost with almost 52% saying no and 48% saying yes. The measure would have eliminated Prop 13 property tax restrictions for commercial property and allow those properties to be taxed at market rates. Prop 19 is another property tax measure which voters approved 51.3% to 48.7%. It will allow seniors, the disabled, and wildfire victims to buy a new home and transfer their lower tax rate to their new home. Zombie foreclosures are still making an appearance in some housing markets, despite the pandemic moratoriums. 
Those are foreclosures that have been abandoned by their owners before the foreclosure is finished, and they're showing up in areas that were hit hard by the virus. According to Adam Data Solutions, 37 states saw an increase in zombie rates during the fourth quarter. The highest rates were in the South and the Midwest. They were up double digits in Kansas City, Peoria, Illinois, Omaha, Nebraska, Davenport, Iowa, and Cleveland, Ohio. The city with the lowest rate of zombie foreclosures was Charlotte, North Carolina. A builder in New Jersey is promising to plant lots of trees to offset the carbon emissions produced in the building of homes, and he's asking other builders to join him. Michael Zyman established what he calls the One Tree Pledge, which is a commitment to plant one tree for every square foot of a construction project, and it won't cost much per tree. The American Forest Organization offered to plant them at a cost of just $1 per tree. Zyman says he got the idea during the pandemic, when the air was clear of pollution and he was looking at a photo of the Himalayan mountains that were visible in the photo because of clean air. On the website, he says, in the past few months, we've planted over 65,000 trees because we've built 65,000 square feet of new homes. This is a small start to what is required to change our climate trajectory. You'll find a link to his website and other sources on the webpage for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. And if you're interested in the Charlotte market, we have a lot of new data there, plus a very interesting new home builder providing rental homes to investors that are built out of steel instead of wood because wood costs have gone up so much. You can find out more again at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 